0: Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show.
1: Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and uh, I get the honor today of talking uh, Interviewing a really, really dear friend of mine, somebody who I met at Meltdown in the Desert about two years ago was the second time I had met him. And we we really got a chance to really connect this time and really spend the time I was on a podcast that he was doing at the time and really just dive into the mindset behind this man. And I got to tell you, you guys are in for an amazing treat. Um, The owner, operator of CrossFitPHX.com. Also an amazing author of a book called Inner Circle Focus and Fulfillment Habits of the Enlightened and a dynamic father of two, great husband, a great friend, somebody that uh, if you're not following, you should. So please welcome to the Be Fulfilled podcast show today, my dear friend, Michael Anders.
2: Hey, thanks for having me, brother. I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be here.
1: Hey, I was uh, not healthy yesterday when I said, let's do a podcast. I was in the drive-thru at Krispy Kreme. (laughs) What was nice was you weren't talking me out. You were letting me have my moment of weakness and you encouraged me. um, Let's focus on the podcast. I said, all right, so here we are. (laughs) We're at the podcast now. And man, I got to tell you, I've been watching you. I've been watching you for a while, and I'm, I, I'm, we're going to ask a lot of questions today as we get up Success Mountain, but I got one question that I want to get answered first. It's going to guide us. It's kind of like the walking stick that I'm going to take today as we begin to climb up Success Mountain. It's your definition of success. What does that look like for you?
2: Uh, such a good question. My definition of success is literally the, the results of your impact while you're walking the earth. I I now give a talk on a concept I call spiraling up, where we consciously marry two words that are symbiotic in relationship, but we oftentimes and mistakenly use them synonymously. And that's purpose and life's work. Your purpose, regardless of how it manifests, is simply to live life day in, day out at your highest frequency. While your life's work differently is your legacy, your, your impact on the world. And uh, when you marry those two together and they serve each other, it takes evolution in one to facilitate evolution in the other. And what that manifests as is flow. Flow. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that. You know, it's interesting. You've probably heard this statement in your life, like Michael Jordan um, was in the zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Favre was in the zone. Yeah, Athletes at a high level, once they're in the zone, most likely are just now out of the zone. Like they can't stay there forever. But right. I love flow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if I center myself, I can get in flow. Yes. It's when my ego is no longer running the show for this person over here. And I really Mm -hmm. find myself, uh, today I was uh, meditating and I started out, my my heart rate was so, so high. And uh, the app that I use graphs it and shows me over the time of meditation how my heart rate got lower and lower and I got more centered. And when I'm done, I was in flow for me, right? But I want to talk mm-hmm. about what you mean because that's kind of my, my vision of flow, right? When I'm in the zone, yeah. I'm already out of the zone. Like I, if you've mm-hmm. ever gone to the free throw line or lifted weights, next thing you know, you can't lift anymore. You're like, my arms are jacked. My, my free throw yeah. is in it. So how did this come about? Because this isn't something that you just woke up one day, you know, yeah. 30 years ago, and you're like, right, mm-hmm. I got flow. We're going to go kick it. So let's talk about it. Where did sure. it come from?
2: So, uh, actually, I was having a a conference call with a brand consult with a branding consultant uh, who I'm really good friends with, and we were looking at some, some aesthetic changes and messaging stuff for you know how I present online. And as we started to go that way, we took this sharp left turn into the conversation of purpose and life's work and and just started cruising down the rabbit hole at a rapid pace. And what showed up in that conversation with regards to flow is actually a conversation that I've had with a lot of military personnel, specifically Marines, as I served in the Marine Corps, who are transitioning away from active duty or, or the uniformed services into the civilian world. And it's this this issue of identity, and as I describe uh, my life to people, I, I always uh, give them the caveat that I've lived many lives, mm. and in in those lives, I've experienced many identities. Some of which that you know, the people, your audience would be familiar with, would be the identity that comes with being a competitive athlete. I played football in college. Being a Marine, I served four years active duty, three years in the reserves. Um, with the deployment to Afghanistan in 2010, um, now now in in this phase in this life, I'm an entrepreneur. But all of those things, those identities, are temporary. And as you transcend from one into another, it's really easy going back to the ego that you just talked about to try and maintain that identity, which creates resistance to your evolution. And as I, in the conversations that I have with military members that are making the transition into the civilian world, a lot of them struggle with, well, what do I do now? Let's use, uh, I think grunts, infantrymen are probably the most easy to talk about because everybody's familiar with G.I. Joe and and. That kind of stuff, in terms of when they when they think of being a marine, and uh, their their conflict is, what do I have to offer the civilian world? Where do I have room to succeed when all I have done is kill bad guys, kick in doors, and pull triggers? Well, there's a lot that goes into that profession that allows you to accomplish a mission, to learn a process, to follow rules and regulations. That facilitate the mission, so on and so forth. You are a, a, you are required to be a leader to accomplish the mission, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those are all things. Those are all intangibles that make you successful at being an infantryman. Being an infantryman is not what makes you successful. So when I look at the these lives that I've lived, where the flow comes from. If I look at the thing that made me successful as a competitive athlete, if I look at the thing that made me a successful leader of Marines, and if I look at the things that have made me successful as entrepreneur, where I found my flow, the commonality, the intangible that's present in all three of those lives is leadership and community development. If I focus on creating leaders, and developing communities i'm always winning regardless of how it manifests whether it's being an athlete serving it as a marine or in the the things that i do now as an entrepreneur wow
1: i just was busy taking notes and i'm just taking notes over here boss like, hey you're on stage i'm just in the audience i'm just loving this um Thank you so much for your service. I meant to mention that in the, in the, uh, you know, in the intro.
2: I appreciate the support, man. Thank you.
1: You know, you talk about leadership and uh, community development. We need that right now more so than we probably needed it in a long time. Right. Mm -hmm. What's going on for you? This episode's airing like ASAP. So just so you know. Sure. Yeah. What's going on right now in the, what are you seeing on your front line? with what we're dealing with in our society today
2: it's a crazy time to be alive i I feel like we are in the midst of our our depression uh from the standpoint that this is this thing that we will talk about for generations i feel like right here right now this this covid situation is more More impactful and resonates so much more significantly than 9/11 and the crash of 2008 combined. In that, it has exposed or shed light on how global our economy truly is. So you know, above and beyond the patriotism that was in immediate uh, in the immediate aftermath of 9/11 or the, you know, the, the 2008 housing crisis that so only had to deal with people that predominantly made irresponsible decisions in the real estate market, everybody's being touched by this right now. And so no, nobody is not affected. And I feel like that's the, that's the separator. That's what makes it different than anything that we've experienced in recent history so that being said, I've consulted with the medical professionals and the membership at the gym and really subscribed to controlling what we can control. The way we run our operation at CrossFit PHX and the guidelines that are being passed down uh, from from Washington at the federal level to the state level and all the mandates that accompany that legislation, we don't have... Big classes. You know, our average class size is six people. We we serve a very small segment of the population in our community, and that's by design in my business model. It has nothing to do with being retroactive with our given circumstance. So that being said, and weighing all the factors and everything that's within arms reach here in the state of Arizona. Uh, specifically in my pocket of the community that is Scottsdale, I decided to keep my doors open and be a place for people that have, uh, you know, been sequestered, laid off, worked from home. You know, I, I want to be a place where they can show up, break up the monotony, keep their fitness a priority. But at the same time, we've taken the necessary precautions to make this as safe, and uh, hygienic an environment as possible. And we've gone to great lengths to do that. So that that's, that's where we're on that is, you know, our, our core values are fitness, tribe, service, and impact. And I feel like in this time, as you alluded to earlier, being that fixture in the community that allows us to continue to serve And this critical moment in time is top priority for me.
1: I mean, just talking to you now, my text goes off. It's my wife, my son's in San Luis Obispo, San Luis Obispo County to enact shelter in place. Mm -hmm. You know, the time, the time is either you're, you're watching the news or somebody's feeding you the news. You know, nothing gets more real when it's your kid, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing more is when it's your wife, your business partner, something that's really really touches home and, and and i want to acknowledge something you're a father you've got two small children um, yeah you've been married um five years mm-hmm. um how, how's life at the family level like how does that how, how does all of this keep you going coming into the office i got bags under my eyes because i'm, I'm yeah. trying to be the the father yeah the husband and mm-hmm. the owner
2: yeah I love that you asked that, um, because my wife and I have had some very, very tough conversations in in the last year. She recently made the made the leap into entrepreneurship, and she is now running her own uh, event coordinating company, and she's crushing it and at the same time, uh, amidst the 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 crisis that we're in. Um, that's a word that I'm hearing a lot lately you know her her business has slowed down and and it's it slowed down for a lot of us you know, and I have been so blessed to have chosen and been chosen uh, by my wife Nicole uh, that we are able to have the tough conversations and respect the phases of business that each of us are in and As we approach this in real time, I have given my staff the latitude that if they don't feel comfortable, you know, with the, you know, very real health concerns, you know, and they don't feel that they can show up 100% to coach a class or be present at the gym, with no judgment and no fear of repercussion they can stay home so i'm coaching a lot i'm here at the gym a lot you know um, i coached every single class yesterday so that was you know i was up at 4:30 and i got home at 8 and uh, my wife is just on board before you know anything she she asked me what what do you need what can i do for you And uh, as I've been there in that same respect for her, as she was launching her company and, you know, we find, we find the balance for our kids as, as needed. We have a rule in our house about being present and it means more to my son, Tristan, who's about to be four. It means more to my daughter Cameron who's about to be two to get five undivided minutes with dad than five hours of passive attention while I check my phone and tell them to go play with blocks. You know, it's not the same. And uh, so when I, I me, my wife and I, Nicole and I, we are just very accepting of what comes with being entrepreneurs. And I have the, the freedom to work as long as I need to work, as long as I don't bring work home. So I can just be home. I love it.
1: My, uh, good friend, neighbor, we, we, uh, we practiced social distancing the other day and we FaceTime one another. Okay. <laughs> and last night he was watching a movie and he sent me a screenshot of it and you're just trying mm-hmm. to do our best, right? Sure. Uh, he, he instilled that with, you know, for me, there's, there's some regret because, you know, very early on in my kids' lives, my wife and I were separated for up to three years, right? So we had three mm-hmm. homes. I was in an apartment. She was in the house. And, you know, we disrupted the family. And then coming back in the last 11 years, we've been really intentional and present with our kids. Sure. Uh, there is an opportunity. It's never too late. I, I've learned that. Uh, and I'm always still learning how I can be more present. But Todd said something. Todd McGuire runs a company called Incenta Health. And mm-hmm. one of the things that Todd does is he has twin boys and a younger daughter. So he makes sure that he gives five minutes to each kid by themselves, like mm-hmm. the front room closes the door and goes, Nope. First kid's in next. You know, yeah. next. And then they do uh, individual, uh, like they'll go out and go get ice cream or they'll go to the yeah. market together. They'll, they'll spend an individual time just so that they get that right. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I remember, if you can probably remember when you were a kid, there was nothing more than just like for, for me, I just wanted to hang out with my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, he never smoked a cigarette around me, but I remember like, okay, my dad's almost done with the cigarette. He's going to come in in a few minutes and then it's me time. And we're going to watch Saturday yeah. morning cartoons together. That, that's right. like something so powerful. I'm glad that you shared that today. It's really, really important in our society to be present. That's when I center myself and I get really, really present, sometimes at first it takes me a while to get present because mm. there are 50 million things going on. And I let you know 49,999,000 things go and I get that mm. one thing, which is you. You're the most important, right? Yeah. distractions called life, but if I limit my distractions, minimize everything, and I focus, then you got me. And now I'm centered in my heart, so you're connecting to my heart and I'm connecting at your heart level. Now we're growing, we're, we're, we're in sync. We're in flow. We can be, uh, it doesn't matter what we want to do. We want to build a, right. you know, a model car or we want to uh, play a game of cards. We, we can spend mm-hmm. time together with no need to look at our phone or wonder what's on TV and right. how great of time. More men are now watching television with their family and it isn't Sunday anymore it's uh, mm-hmm. hanging out, maybe watching a movie as a family, whatever it may be. And uh, man, I yeah. just want to tell you, Michael, I'm going I'm to take a quick break on our show. We're going to come back and we're going to get into some tactics. I want to really talk about your book, uh, Focus and Fulfillment Habits of the Enlightened. Uh, I want to talk about more about your time in the military and what that has been able to help you uh, as a Marine come out and really help others to transition and provide a service, a platform. I love the fact that you've got this CrossFitPHX.com, uh, this website. If you go to it, it's, it's, it's filled with just incredible information. So if you're at home right now and you're feeling like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what workout to do, you can maybe get some details about something you can do from home, wherever it may be in the world that you're listening to this podcast. If it's India, Ireland, Italy, wherever in the world, there's people like uh, Michael that have created – processes and products to help you, not just today, but to be better tomorrow and the day after and here on from, you know, for eternity. And that's what I love is I love people that are out there putting content, taking what they've learned and, and passing it on to others. So stick around. We're going to come back today with Michael Anders, a good friend of mine. I'm so grateful that Colby K invited me a couple of years ago to melt down in the desert in Phoenix. I don't know, 180 <laughs> degrees one day and the pavement was up, the whole thing inside. There was Tom, Bill, you. I mean, I I can't even begin to tell you all the great people that I have been able to meet uh, because of being connected to people who are out there changing the world. You also run a mastermind. You have a small group. We want to talk about that. You're coaching everything that you do. So if you're listening Absolutely. wherever it is, make sure you are following Michael. Anders it's m-y-c-a-l-a-n-d-e-r-s you can google him he is a man you want to you want to learn more about and uh, stick around we'll be right back on the be fulfilled podcast show
2: we're going to take a quick break and since tony's taking one let's take one together let's take a deep breath wherever you are feel those ribs expand that chest lifts towards your chin let's do it now That feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. You focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show.
1: Hey, we are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show talking today to Michael Anders. Man, you got to talk about a guy who's an entrepreneur, change agent, helping people to do the same to really figure out how to build uh, community development and leadership. Also the author of Focus and Fulfillment Habits of the Enlightened. This is Michael Anders. How are you, my friend? How are you feeling today? Pumped up, ready to go?
2: Yeah, I am, I, am, I am well. I am doing phenomenal. Uh, despite everything that's going on in the world, my universe, everything that I, everything that's within arm's reach is operating on all cylinders. I'm, you mentioned something great. before we went I'm to break
1: about yeah. your wife, Nicole. Mm, yeah. So I, I, I love this opportunity because this podcast is, is for you and for me and for the world, but I want, I want Nicole to hear it from you.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. So you got to imagine for a moment, I'm Nicole. (laughs) And you get to tell Nicole what she means to you. I don't want you to talk any other way than just like you're talking to Nicole. So I want what her support and love means to you.
2: Yeah, babe. Uh, Nicole, babe, I love you. I wouldn't be able to do what i do without your love and support i am so grateful that we decided to get together six years ago and we've created a beautiful family we've created three very successful companies together and we are the quintessential power couple it's because of you that i've become so successful, and I feel like your energy, your presence, your love, your support has made me a better man, a better husband, and a better father. And I you. That. I really
1: appreciate you doing that. It's uh, it's important. I think sometimes the uh, you know it doesn't matter if they're in the business with you. Sometimes it's just nice to stop and just acknowledge them at a higher level, right?
2: Mm-hmm. I appreciate the. opportunity. I want to ask you to a question because I know we had
1: a pretty candid conversation um, mm-hmm. about your upbringing. A little bit. Talk to me. About yeah. Your family. Talk to me a little bit about what you grew up with.
2: I'm one of the lucky ones, man. You know, my parents were together my whole life, 28 years married, and uh, you know, I had a great father. My mom, I don't give her enough credit, and I'm. I want to take this opportunity to, to, to write that because uh, I spent a lot of time talking about my dad. Um, my mom showed me what a woman can do. She raised four Eagle Scouts. She has three master's degrees. She served 26 years active duty in the United States Air Force, retired as a full board colonel. And supported the crazy wild man, entrepreneur, defense attorney that was my father. And she did it at the highest level, never missed a football game, helped me immensely, uh, keeping me on track to get into the Air Force Academy, uh, coming out of high school. Just very instrumental in a lot of things and set some very high expectations for the uh, the woman I would eventually marry and uh just gave me a, a glimpse into what undying love and support looks like. And I got to see that in both my parents. And uh so I just want to take this opportunity to tell my mom that I love, I love her and I'm grateful that I was blessed to be your son. And, you know, my mom's career took us all over the world. I got a very, I got a worldly view at a very young age, and I have an appreciation for culture, different ways of thinking, and uh, I'm I'm extremely grateful for that. My my father is a Vietnam vet, uh, left active duty so that uh, or retired, I should say, and then followed my mom on her journey through active duty and, and showed us what. The the hustle and the grind of entrepreneurship actually was, and you know, in in his words, and I love him for this. I didn't come to appreciate it until much later in, in my life. Uh, but you know, he told me once that he had no business raising children because he only knew how to lead men, and that that hit that hit home. Now that I'm a father and I, I, told, I understand his stance. He uh, also gave me a, a very powerful gift upon his passing in that the night that he passed away, the last words we said to each other were, I love you. And it gave me an appreciation that I've taken with me ever since in that I leave nothing left unsaid, And it's a practice in my family. It always has been, but now it's a mainstay. It's a non-negotiable. Before my wife and I or my kids part ways, get off the phone, FaceTime, whatever, you know, it's not about tomorrow not being guaranteed. The next moment isn't guaranteed. And going back to our previous conversation about present, we never let that moment pass without saying I love you because God forbid that's the last conversation the last thing anybody I care about hears from me they need I want I want to leave this earth whenever that happens and there should be no question as to how I feel and what I appreciate you sharing that
1: <clears throat> life has this funny way I had a hard, hard time with the word "I love you" growing up because just people. I feel say like, mo- like I feel, mm, Yeah,
2: I feel like most men do, though. I it's not it's not a masculine thing to say, and it's you know we've been um, conditioned to believe that those three words used consecutively are exclusive to a small group of people and I just I I don't believe that to be true there there are way too many people that hold a place of significance in our life and they they're not excluded from the love that comes with friendship mentorship being a being a student or a teacher being a man or a woman you know it has absolutely nothing to do with you know uh uh, you know i love you isn't reserved for nicole my wife i'm sure before we get off the before we get off this podcast you know you and i will say i love you multiple times and it's it just comes from a place that yeah, I don't I even mean, appreciate. Yeah, I have
1: no problem saying it, right? I, yeah. I, sometimes I have to remind myself I'm like, I, you know, when I pause for the cause and I, and I just humble myself for a moment, like, mm.
2: uh,
1: I'm grateful for pretty much every person you can see, yeah, relationship with you. Um, yeah. And I love today, man. Wow. What a powerful word. Um, before it was empty and meaningless. It was just something that was said. It was like, you signed it into like a Hallmark card. You're like, I love you. (laughs) Conditioned to make sure we throw it in there or we only love on Valentine's day or we, we only send flowers, you know, on a birthday or something. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer every day. You live every day. Like it's Valentine's day with your wife. you. You live every day. Like it's Christmas with the people Mm -hmm. that you want to be present with. Cause that's the only time usually in your life that you're ever really present, right? When you are sitting Mm -hmm. hoping that the person you gave a present to likes it, right? Like you're like, I "I hope you like what I got. (laughs) Um, and I, I think it's really, really cool. And I'm I'm grateful that we get to talk about stuff that, you know, a lot of men have a hard time with. They push it down. Um, I interviewed somebody, uh, last year or something like that. And we, we got pretty, uh, down down underneath the surface when it to Mm -hmm. the word I love you. Right. Yeah there's something massive when a when somebody says to another human being like I love you. And I'm not saying it from a place of like Mm -hmm. I need something. Right. A lot of times we also equate it to like, okay, so you said it. So what are you looking for in return? Like do you need validation? Mm -hmm. That person needs to tell you I love you back. Because a lot of times people are also waiting for it to come back. Like it's like a boomerang like I throw it out. Mm -hmm. You should Mm -hmm. say it back. Not everybody is in the same uh grain that I am today. And for me, it's right. a lot of work. That's why I like the book mm-hmm. that I keep, uh you know, writing a little bit here, a little bit there is like, I love you. I'm sorry. Goodbye. It's all. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. That's the title of my book, right?
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. those are the things that I heard most growing up. You heard, I love you.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, you know, I'm sorry is probably something like, I'm sorry, I got to break up with you. You know, goodbye. It's not you. It's me, you know? um, so I'm just working through some stuff. But man, I just got to tell you, yeah. so humbling just to talk to you. And you come from such a place of love. Um, but you're also a podcast host. I want to talk a little bit about your podcast. I want to talk about yeah. your book. So talk to me about your podcast. I know you just started a new one.
2: Yeah, so, you know, Jeff and I parted ways on, on Feed Me, Feel Me, and we decided, collectively, him and I, uh, that Feed Me, Feel Me is not Jeff Thornton, and it is not Michael Anders. It is us. Um, so we decided to leave it as it was, and it allowed me an opportunity to realign the new show, 20%ers, and crystallize a lot of the other things that were occupying their own separate silos, uh, the book, the my, my leaders forum, and, and the podcast. So now all of that is wrapped up and bungled up under uh, 20 percenters. And uh, it is born of the Pareto principle in that 80% of production comes from 20% of resources. Right. And, you know, that statistic has been extrapolated across industry and is now used metaphorically for a lot of things that it felt like it it applied to the people that I want to be associated with, the the people I want to uh, construct the predominance of my membership here at the gym, and most definitely the people I want to have these high level conversations with. And over the course of my journey uh, as a Marine, well, as an athlete, I gained an appreciation for coaching. As a Marine, I gained an appreciation for leadership. And as an entrepreneur, I have just become infatuated with success. Uh, you know, the, the conversation that, that you and I, well, you, me, and Jeff, uh, had on Feed Me, Feel Me a, a handful of years ago, um, interviewing Tom Dilyeu, um, and and so many others along the way, The journey for everybody is so different. The definition of success is so different where they thrive and what facilitates fulfillment in their life is so different. But going back to purpose and living life at your highest frequency and leaving an impact on the the world, that is genuine and common amongst all. And what, I love about the platform that I've created, much, much, much like Be Fulfilled, is I get to dig that out, right? And we get to meet in the middle on happiness and fulfillment. And uh, what I've come to surmise is, is, you know, narrow it down very broad strokes the four things that successful people, and you can use success, you can divide success however you want. But right. ultimately, the four things that successful people focus on, the things that matter, as I coined it, are health, wealth, relationships, and time. Yep. And I used to, I, uh, a, less, a lesser evolved version of myself believed that those things needed to be fit. Being successful meant establishing balance across those four areas. And as I've evolved, as I've grown up and matured, I, I now understand that there is no such thing as balance. However, those four things can exist in harmony. And balance. they're not totally different.
1: Yeah. Balance. Balance. Balance is like when I was a little kid on the... Uh... Ah, oh, the balance beam, right? Or I was on the teeter-totter, and I wanted to try to find a balance. So I'd be like, yo, get on. I'm about the same weight as you, and we'd try to find a
2: balance.
1: Right? You spend a lot of time trying to find balance, or you can realize that you need to get harmony, right? Right. When you're in harmony, things just flow. Mm-hmm. And then you find your purpose when you begin the process of actually understanding that uh, you don't have to control everything. You just have to worry right. about yourself, how you show up and serve, how you work on development of community, how you lead leaders, how you lead your family, how you lead yourself, how you lead the people around you. Like, I love the statement and I'm sure you've heard this and used it. You know, you are who you are and how you show up to the world is what you do when no one's watching.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Cause what the world sees is what you want them to see. The legacy you're living is a legacy people will see long mm-hmm. after you're gone. Like I was Googling Gandhi today, watching a scene from a movie, thinking yeah. about how he, he had a fast and he was like, I'm not, I'm not having anything Why this is going on
2: mm-hmm.
1: until the people leave. And uh, I just got to say, man, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> good I, I just love my conversations you did not talk me down from my Krispy Kreme yesterday they're still they still done on the floor <laughs> um, but I gotta I want to bring you into the fulfillment round the fulfillment round is where I ask you a bunch of random questions we'll, we'll, we'll talk yep. a little bit about your book in there we'll talk about um, some surprises um, things that are going on but all I need from you is I am ready and now it's time for We're the back. Fulfillment. I am ready.
2: No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by shipoffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions?
1: Old Spice is filming a new commercial and they can't get their main guy to get on a, uh, a unicorn. Would you volunteer? <laughs> the whole time I'm sitting here
0: today, I'm looking, I'm thinking it's the Old Spice guy.
1: <laughs> uh, if Hollywood was making a movie about you, but you were too busy running uh, CrossFitPHX.com and you couldn't, there, you, know, you couldn't get there and the crisis was going on right now, The Rock isn't available because he's in the gym training with you. Who would you use? Who, who, who would be the guy you would recommend to the producer or the director of that movie? Vin Diesel. In a white t-shirt too, huh?
2: In a white, that's right. Um, if uh, I'm coming over to
1: your house and we're back to normal in the world, life's good, football's on, uh, what's your go-to football, grill-in, kind of hanging out meal? What would, you be, what would you be throwing on the barbecue?
2: uh steaks sweet potatoes and a nice cold glass of bourbon, on the bourbon on um the rocks.
1: do you do you like break down from time to time and have like ice cream and cookies is that something you do from time to time
2: Funny story. Uh, the universe does not allow me to partake in dairy or gluten anymore. I actually have developed an allergy. I have uh, uh, a rapid onset of asthma when I ingest processed foods. So I'm All on natural, the natural Michael Anderson. Anderson. I don't have the luxury of indulging anymore. Otherwise, I pay for it immediately. with I, I, um...
1: Thinking about like, if I, in, <laughs> if I walked into your gym tomorrow morning at, you know, you say you get up at four, so I, I, I'm mm-hmm. not even going to ask what time the gym opens. I'm just going to say the gym is open, five o'clock. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking in. What type of music am I hearing at five o'clock in the morning?
2: Old school hip hop, maybe. So
1: give me, give me some examples of what's playing.
2: Uh, so this morning we had Ice Cube, the Players Club, playing. Um, we had red man and Method man, the rock wilder. Um, let's see some Eric B and rock him from the nineties, some notorious B I G two pot, all the oldies and goodies, man. That's when rap was good.
1: So my, uh, my business partner, we call him Dougie fresh.
2: Okay. I'm um, <laughs>
1: poop dog. Um, <laughs> always have been. Um, uh, I got Curdy flirty as my childhood, a good friend that I've been rolling with. Um, yeah, man, when, when I'm hearing you rolling old school, hip hop and R and B, I'm just like, man, it takes me back to some of the best music, the best music from <laughs> the 90s, um, house parties flowing, kid and plays going, Michael, I got to tell you, man, it's been a blessing. It's been a real treat. Uh, where can people find out, um, about your book? Can they order it from your website or can they go to Amazon?
2: Yeah. So you can find it on Amazon. It's inner circle focus and fulfillment habits of the enlightened. You can look it up. Uh, probably the easiest way to find it because the title's so long and, and not super original. You can just look it up by my, by my name, Michael Anders. I've got a couple other white papers on strength conditioning on Amazon as well. Um, and you can find out everything about 20 percenters, the podcast, the news form, all that good stuff at the number 20 two zero, percenters, plural, circle, dot com 20 percenter circle dot com and if you want to follow any and all things uh with regards to my fitness tribe you can go to crossfitphx.com and all of that is available on on instagram as well uh, so uh yeah I'm, I'm here there and everywhere
1: i like it all right ladies and gentlemen that's michael anders uh we'll put it all to for you at com. Uh, just so you have everything that you need. So, all you have to do is just listen to the podcast and uh, drop Michael uh, Anders a review. Go subscribe to his podcast, uh, The 20 Percenters. So, make sure you do that as well. Leave him a review. Listen to it. You know, supporting uh, entrepreneurs is what we're all about. Helping people wherever they're at is what we're all about. Uh, community development, and leadership skills, Michael Anders, and so much more. Really helping people to get into flow. I think we all kind of <laughs> want that rather than uh, bunker down and be worried. Uh, and get into a fear state. He's helping people to get into a flow state. So learn more about Michael Anders Uh, until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com.